This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Yeah. <laughs> what have we been talking about? Atmosphere of blessing. Oh. Lord, Genesis 9, verse 1. The Bible says, And God blessed Noah. Why is God always blessing people? <laughs> now, and his sons, and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. They forced to be fruitful and multiply. God said it to Adam also when he created Adam. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 12. We come back to 9. Let's just read the second before we take us. Genesis chapter 12. Verse 1. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house to a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Only those who are blessed can be a blessing. Hallelujah. God bless you. You can have your seat this morning again. That word from God again. God said to Abraham, or he started, let's, start, let's start with Noah. So after the flood, the first earth had ended. Everything was flooded away and God started a new generation with Noah and his family. Those who entered the ark. As soon as they came out and Noah offered the sacrifice, God did not waste time. He began from where he started with Adam. Again, first service, second service, we're able to establish the fact that the first communication of God to man was to bless man when man was created. The first thing God said to man, the Bible says, and he created the male and female, he created them after his image. And he said, and God blessed them. The first thing God did. Again, God is showing us that he's so convinced that man can live effectively on earth outside the blessing. So when the first earth ended and everybody died of flood and Noah was to pioneer a new earth, just like Adam, when Noah too came out of the ark, the first thing God did again was to put a blessing on Noah. That Noah, I wiped up the last world. I ended it. It's gone. This is a new order. But in this new world also, you still need the blessing to function. So when God said to Abraham, Leave your father's house and go to a land that I will show you. I know, Abraham, that that is not a very good or a very easy to carry out instruction, but I'm going to do something to you that will make it pay off at the end of the day. I'm going to bless you. Don't go into marriage without the blessing. Don't go to come, don't go out, don't go outside your the last part of this message. I'm going to talk about how you can bless yourself. Because in New Testament, 
we are pastors and apostles but every child of God is also a priest you are a king and a priest so you function as a king outside you reign on earth but because you are also a priest you can enter the courtroom of heaven enter the throne of grace you can enter the place all these places and bless yourself with the fruit of your lips but we are not yet there as in, in this uh, teaching are we moving remember i'm going to make a ref- I'm, I'm going to make some references to what i said before remember i said that this is god's technology god's system of making sure that you are fine in spite of what is going on around so i started by saying that when you put on the light in your room or whatever light you put on in the night the light will operate in the place where you are so there will not be darkness there but that does not mean there's no darkness in other places if you switch your light darkness will come back in the darkness is still there but light is superior so for that environment that is lit up darkness is kept away did you get that so also i said that god being merciful does not stop you from being the god of justice he is a righteous judge but he's also a merciful king so this is how it works when you are under the umbrella of God's mercy, you are shielded from judgment. Judgment is still available like darkness is available, but you are in another system that makes it difficult for judgment to catch up with you. Say amen. amen. Are you getting that? Okay. Amen. And then the third example is like that of aircraft. So the aircraft does not eradicate the law of gravity. It simply operates by a higher law that gravity can catch up with. So if you open the door of the plane, like I say, first and second service, like we say movies. Thank God they have only happen in movies. <laughs> so if you open the door of the plane, now you want to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then you say, I want to see what will happen. As soon as you come out of the plane, you start falling. Why? Gravity is still available, but the plane is going by a higher law. I think they call it law of lift or aerodynamics or whatever. Something higher. So, the last one, please, let these four things be, just always remember them. Principle of mercy, judgment is around, but mercy covers some. Darkness is around, light will shine. You know, aircraft, gravity is around, but law of little will operate with And then the, law, the fourth one is Romans 8. The law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death is the law that is governing this world. But those who are in Christ have the opportunity of operating another law that shields them from the law of sin and death. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's how we can live in health. That's how we can live a pure life. That's why a man can be till he's 70, 80, a faithful man at home, a honest man, husband or one wife. The law of sin and death is catching up with the old world. But the Bible said there is a higher law. So now, we are talking about the blessing. So, all around the world, there are curses. The earth is cursed. That's when you throw something up, it has to come down. That was what, what the father of the, the chairman of the wedding was trying to tell the man. That don't you know that this earth is cursed? Every man brings out the good wine. When the good wine finishes, they bring every man. Thank God my name is not every man. So in a Christian marriage, we don't bring forth good wine and the bad. There is no bad wine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So a real man 
shows more love after marriage than before marriage. Can I hear me from all the men? Amen. If your husband is sitting by, you start to look at him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? So that's the law around. But the Bible, but Jesus turned, gave them a better wine, not only to satisfy their appetite to drink, he just also wanted them to see in our kingdom there is no bad wine. Amen. Are you following me? Yes, sir. So, I said that just to say, so God knows that the earth is under a spell, a curse. So, he has provided a way that he, people of God must walk in the blessing. Now, I focus on different things, first service, second service. Now, I second service, I focus on how if you have missed parental blessing or some other blessing, and I said that blessing has to be, it has to happen repeatedly. And then I was able to show how Reuben caused, uh, uh, Jacob caused Reuben, and Moses reversed the course by the rod of a higher priesthood. He just came and he said, that, No, let Reuben leave. But I want to focus on something else, this third service, which means that this thing has to happen to you repeated. This is why there are many channels of blessing, and you have to, you have to take advantage of all channels. So God began to bless Noah, chapter 9. He said again, let's start a new act. Noah, you are starting a new life. You are supposed to pioneer uh, a new generation. The first thing you need is the blessing. But Noah made a mistake. Shortly after that, he got drunk and he introduced curses again. When his son saw his nakedness and he woke up and he heard what Canaan did. And they have said that Canaan is the father of Africa. I don't know whether it's true or not. But the way the Africans are behaving, they are behaving as if it is true. But some theologians said most people said so, others are saying that it's not exactly so. When Noah woke up, he said, Cause be Canaan, a servant or servant shall thou be unto thy brethren. So that's Africa is always going to borrow. And we don't borrow anybody anything, we don't lend anything, we just borrow. <laughs> well, I again, I, for somebody will now quote me on Facebook that I don't know. Some theologians said that Canaan was the father of Africa, I don't know. There are points in the Bible to suggest so. But uh, I'm not into endless genealogy this morning. <laughs> you know, believers agree about every other thing. <laughs> now, next verse. Then he said, go to verse 26. Blessed be the Lord of Shem, Lord God of Shem, Canaan shall be servants. This was three Psalms. He just put one under the many two. And if you check all through the Bible, that one stayed under. Remember where we started from? That things can be set, and that it's not about only it's not only about what to do, it's about what is backing what to do. Hallelujah. But then we can at least see God again introducing the blessing. Unfortunately, Noah introduced cause to one of the three generations under him. And then when Abraham came, God blessed Abraham and he said, Be fruitful. So Abraham moved out of God, out of his father's house. And no man should move out of his father without the blessing. And Abraham began to multiply. But then, something happened again to take Abraham to another level. Once you are in Christ, you are already a blessed man. But there are dimensions. And God will send men into your life to take you from one dimension to another. Some of the men might be lower than, like I said, that there is a way you can help a poor person 
that this is not the apostle saying thank you this is somebody blessing you from his heart are you getting what I'm saying there are old people that towards the end of their life when they say that may your life be easy it's not a statement it's a force that goes with you for the rest of your life God may can break it these things are so powerful and if it's the other way around also it follows around are you following later even though Abraham was already blessed but that's what I want to show this service another dimension came into his life Genesis 14 a man by the name Melchizedek now God himself this is why listen to me if you don't learn to honor men you are going to miss out a lot in chapter 12 it was God himself that blessed Abraham you would say that if God speaks to me like if God audibly, audibly talks to some of you today now that you are blessed you think that's all but that's not all God blessed Abraham why did he need man again but in Genesis 14 he went to fight and he conquered Genesis 14 I think verse 18 a man by the name Exodus just came with bread and wine the Bible says that he was the priest of the most high God well scholars have said that this Exodus was the grandson Shem the son of Noah they said that Shem that the Bible puts that without father without mother because they could not find his genealogy but then that's subject to debate again. I, I don't like when we do leaders' class, we can debate theology, but let's leave the same thing eschatology. Uh, when we are the Christ come, we uh, we Christian be here when tribulation is going on. Are we going to be raptured? I'll be here for some said I will not be here at all. Some said I will be here the first three and the half years. Because the first three and a half will be very sweet. Antichrist will make peace around the world. Then the last three and a half will unleash terror on the earth. Will believers be here with are we going to face the great tribulation? Wait till I take that class. That's what you are looking at. You want to know. You want to escape. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whether we are going to be here, we are not going to be here. Those who genuinely love Jesus have nothing to worry about. After all, our brethren have been beheaded in the north and some other places every day and they are not giving up their faith. If we are in a peaceful place to worship like this, we shouldn't become lazy. I know God tells people to go to Afghanistan, they will bind Satan or bind God. I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back. Thank God I got born again on that scripture, you know, and I'm still a member. So I miss you. All my life, I've been you. Yes. I still talk with the agreement. With this point, I miss you. I didn't get born again in church. Actually, Lagos Christianity is a kind of questionable Christianity. You know, if we didn't have AC and screen, some people will not be here. But this church started without anything. We started with, we did not even have drum for which we did have microphone. And I saw the faithfulness of some brethren. When I was in the of Ibadan, we were having two services in our fellowship in UI. And the fellowship was regarded as the richest. I don't know whether we had the but they said we had the richest. And I think it was a good statement. <laughs> Because we could, I mean, we could buy anything. We bought a bus in one day, just announced, and then they bought the bus. And my brother was about to hand it over to me, you know. So we're using UI Hotel, the most expensive venue in Ibadan, international hotel, their boardroom or their conference hall. So when they heard that I was pastoring in Lagos, many of my brethren thought that they would come and they would see our uh, fellowship UI RDC, giant ACs like this. At times before our service, White would have had a meeting in the hall, 
we will meet 6.30 in the evening, so they will have a conference from 10 to 4. So I thought we'll meet with those five. We we're doing drama in the fellowship one day, and we asked two white people to join us who came for conference there. They just drafted them, and they acted, they acted with us. So, Professor Wallace, all of them, we used to meet them in that hall that time. It was a very expensive, but we were paid because our fellowship was very rich. Highest number of professors children were in my fellowship and everything, and I was the president. So coming from that end, they thought that in UI, they thought I sat in Lagos that there will be cog, there will be premier drums, there will be several string or 13 string guitar. And they came and they saw a Kerja triangle where you have KFC in the Kerja now. There, there used to be a hall upstairs. There just a hall of about 40, 50 people. And they came, no drum set, no microphone, no nothing. We went back to SU. If you didn't do that, and Pastor Joshua was in the choir. There was no key. There was no key we did not have in the choir then. Keys that keyboard will not be able to produce. Key W, key Z. <laughs> you know, somebody will take praise to go this way. Somebody will. And we're enjoying it. <laughs> now, see all the choir now. This is wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I told you that was the day I came to church and I was the only one in church. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. I did open prayer, I did praise worship, I did message. And during the message, Pastor Adek, she came in. I said, I saw the way is everybody. I said, they are coming. I knew in my spirit that she would never come back to church again. But I was sure she kept coming. And now she said, Pastor. Oh, what, 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 what. See, this is why. So when we need to do service without instruments, some of us don't mind. We are, we are old school. Thank God for cameras. Thank God for keyboard. Thank God for AC. But if we have to pray Jesus under the sun, are you ready? Or you will run away then? God wants people to meet in a beautiful place, no doubt. But he wants to bless people. I'm just saying that in case we have to do it the other way, are you ready? Anyway, ah, Jesus, back to the message. Are you following me? Is somebody with me? So, Melchizedek came. Give me Genesis 14, 18. And he brought bread and wine. And he took Abraham to another dimension. And he was the priest of the most high. Next verse. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham. Now, we are going to get to this when it comes to blessing yourself. I will talk about what does it mean to bless? Because you are to say something. But Melchizedek blessed Abraham and said, Blessed be Abraham, most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. When you read the latter end, Read towards the end. Um, the last two verses, give me, or three. Start from verse 22. And Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand to the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of. If you study this chapter 40, Abraham's story started from end of 11, chapter 12. Abraham never referred to God as possessor of heaven and earth by himself, he did not have that revelation. Melchizedek gave him. When he met Melchizedek, Melchizedek said that there is a dimension of God that you don't know Abraham. By giving me bread and wine, it's a law of exchange. Abraham gave him tithe. That was where tithe started from. That's why uh, uh, all these debates, very simple. You are either giving tithe or paying. I have never used the word pay tithe from university to today. Because we don't pay, we give. There was no threat of a cost. Abraham gave by faith. We are still given by faith. But if they say, church, they say that you cannot be counseled if you are not a tighter, you are going to if you are not a tighter. That is not in the syllabus of the word of God. But that is not an excuse for people to run. See, 
they need to let Christians know. Nobody looking for your money. The truth of the matter is that he that sowest parily will reap. Paul said so. That is the word of God. Like it or hate it, there's no problem. I don't follow all those silly debates here and there. You can be in this church for two years and not hear me talk about tithe once. God has blessed us with people who understand giving. I don't need to talk about it. And in case you are here, you are seeing everything moving on smoothly. You think that we are not givers. We give and we expand as we give. These things are, when I talk at times, I sense the anointing. And I can say something like I said the other time now. Under grace of God, we can say certain things. When I said on Sunday, that's when that God will give people money and it's not your salary. God is asking you to give your salary. It's not, it's not your income. It's not your regular income. It's a money you are not expecting, but give it to God. At least spend your salary, spend your normal money. So you expect at the end of the month, they will pay you 500000 and then that's what you receive every month. But then along the line, somebody just gives you 200000 Apart from 500, I said, so spend your 500,000 more, give that 200. And I said, can we lift up our hands and say, Lord, send money to me that I can give to you? And we all pray that prayer. And you saw what happened. One of the ladies in protocol, I mean, we left church and somebody just called her, like herself, and her baby to appear. She, she has her business, but that is not her business. Said, the Lord wants to see the, herself and her baby on, in, at the front of the magazine and pay them 3 million. I said, she felt like, ah, God, I need this money. But God told her that, see, you have your income. Remember what the, so she gave it, and now she has relocated. Just some, sincerely speaking, eh? When greed is out, it's very easy for God to bless people. I can under the anointing do the same thing right now. You know your you know your regular income every month. I can ask you in ten seconds to lift up your hand and to say, Father, apart from my income, send an unexpected money. But when it comes, give it to you. What will happen is when you give such, it becomes your base level. God will bless you, but Satan won't watch you like that. Then your car can develop a fault. As the money comes, the mommy can call that she's not feeling fine. Satan will try to see to that you use it for something else. When you do, you have proved yourself to be unfaithful. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't know whether somebody is hearing what I'm saying. But that's not our focus today. If God is convinced that you will give it out, he will pass it through you. And the diligence will be made for it that waters will himself be watered. Say, Lord, try me and see what I will do. He's been trying you. What to do with tenor matters? Are you following me? Okay. Mechizedek introduced that dimension to Abraham and Abraham got it. All of a sudden, remember, before now, the king of Philistine gave Abraham cattle and Abraham collected it because he did not know the possessor of heaven and at that time. He was still collecting things from men. When Melchizedek brought that dimension to Abraham's life, the king of Sodom said, okay, Abraham, thank you for bringing my people back from captivity. Give me my people back, but all the goods you capture, take it. <laughs> Abraham said that, yesterday I would have taken it. He said, but you know what? I just met somebody who blessed me and told me that there is someone called possessor of heaven and earth. I am now operating a higher revelation. Because God is a possessor of heaven and earth, I don't need man anymore. He said, King of Sodom, take your people and take all the goods. He said, you know what? I'm going to be so rich that I don't want you to say that you made me rich. There is a way those who have found this, they talk. If at all they have to leave a job, it is because something bigger. 
Can you get to a place where you can't cry for anything, anything that is of this life again? You are too sure. Aye. There is old, old, old full gospel. One man, like there was a businessman in full gospel, they just called him that his studio and the whole company got burned down. He just sat on his bed and lifted his eyes. And he began to sing. His eyes are under sparrow. I sing because I'm appealed. I sing because I'm free. As he was worshipping there, calls were coming in. In one day, people gave him triple of the money that he used to build. He went to the same place and built times three of what was there to show the devil. In the wisdom of God, it will look like Satan is winning. But there is pursue, overtake, and recover. Are you getting what I'm saying? Others might appear to have gone ahead of you. One move of the Spirit of God. One move. One move. You see, those of us that have those who married 10 years ago and those who married 2 years now, at times you can't tell the difference again. When the Lord says to you that he will restore the years that locusts have eaten, he knows what he's saying. You will be 50, even though you don't get a job on time. But by now, by the time they look at all of you that are 50, you are ahead of others and you are the last to get a job. He's your mighty. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This is a dimension where you don't worry about anything anymore. So that was what Mechizedek brought to Abraham. So Abraham told the guy, he said, please take your people, don't worry. And Abraham's wealth multiplied. But Mechizedek blessed Abraham. He blessed him. When the angel appeared to Jacob, Genesis 32 verse 29, the angel, Jacob said that unless you bless me, he understood, but the same Jacob was blessed by the father instead of Esau. Is that right? He stole Esau's blessing. The father blessed him. But he said there were warfares in his life that he did not look as if the blessing was a amounting to anything so he told the angel that you know what you are not going anywhere he said I won't let you go unless the angel could have said but your father blessed you some years back and Jacob was like no what I need now a dimension higher than what my father gave me and the bible said the angel said that okay this is how we bless you what is your name he said your name shall no more be called Jacob you are now Israel a prince and the bible says that last bible says and he blessed him there and when he blessed him, Esau saw him. The blessing that his father gave him did not eradicate the hatred Esau had for him. But when the angel blessed him and Esau saw him, he fell in love with him. He felt pity for him. There is, ah, that's why I said that there are dimensions. Favor can get to overflowing level that whatever you get, even people don't like you. Somehow they will help you. The Lord understand the the negative vibes, the beef, the anger that is in the world we live in. So he must put an atmosphere on his people, an atmosphere of blessing. It's so wicked a world to move around without the blessing. When we continue, we are going to talk about sources. I've touched on it here and there in pieces, but we are going to be more deliberate about it. See, using Melchizedek, using Noah, as an example, using Paul to the church in Philip, I am saying to everybody, do not joke with people who can bless you. You know, you can serve in an office and when you are leaving, there are things they can say to you and it's going to be the foundation of what you are going to do for yourself. And you can serve in an office also, they can tell you something. That every staff you have, they always steal from you and destroy what you are doing. 
Yeah. Are you following me? I, maybe when we move to, when we move, I'm going to tell you a lot of stories. Let all around you, this cloud of blessing, be all around you. For some people listening to me, you see, part of it is your parents. And if they are late, uh, get close to the spiritual authority you have over you. But there are also people like parents, and I said that there is a way a wife can bless husband. You can touch the art of your wife that she can wake up one day and say, dear, you are a good husband, and I tell you, life will be good to you. Now, there are no words that we just fabricate. There has to be, something has to happen. You see, at times your soul is sitting. At times your soul is steered. The words that will come to pass, they are words that I remember one time, they were, look at this story. Somebody lied against somebody and they were going to kill that person. Actually, she didn't know that it would lead to death. Lied that the guy raped her. An ancient story, long time. And when the guy was about to be executed, they asked the girl one more time, did he rape you? He said yes. Because she felt at that time she should tell the truth, they might even kill her. But she didn't know how to get to that level, so she was scared. And she maintained that yes, he did. And as we were going to hang the guy, he turned back and he told her, this is my last moment on that. I know I did not do it. I am going now. You will live. But the rest of your life, if you ever have children, you will witness sorrow upon sorrow that you will wish you were never born. And they hung the guy and he died. From that moment, see, it's as if there are golden moments that angels pay attention. You can buy water for mommy and your mom says, thank you. That might not... But then you can do the same thing for your mom, something else for your mom that touches her so deeply. And she will be like, ah, you. That you know what? And then a word is released. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Ephesians 6 1 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Then he said, For this is right. Honor your father and your mother. Now, there are parents in the Lord and there are biological parents. Both are very important. If the biological parents are wrong or they are gone, or for some reason, maybe you are a Christian and they are not and they don't want to forgive, spiritual parents can step in. But it's always better to have the two. I want to say to everybody in the church, if you have never done anything before to make your parents happy, why don't you go and pray after the service and think on one? You might not even have a problem with it. everything is fine, but you have not provoked a blessing. Can I say this to everybody also? Don't joke with old people. Don't joke with people in authority. Then don't joke with people who have nobody to help them. These are signposts in life. Yes. Are you with me? Pay attention to those three types of people. Those who are in authority, parents, spiritual parents, and biological parents. Those who are old. 
People are living in faith. They're about living this world or they pass through a lot they are old. And then those who have nothing. They are just there, like destitute. There's nothing. Sometimes if you put a smile on their face, there's no way they can pay you back. But there's something they can say to you. That forever, it stays with him. We miss these opportunities every now and then. To walk in the blessing. I still saw, now, interestingly, not even a bit, I saw Erdogan, the president of Turkey. Because of a policy he made, this is why, and people who are hearing me, see states and places where they are keeping people's pension and using it as a political tool or whatever, old people in one state, my st- one state, one time, some old men fainted. Why queuing up for their pension that they work for? You see, some people will leave office and they, they have destroyed their own life. But it would have better not to enter office at all than things that they have done. Those kind of things. We usually think that people get away with them. When they are not popular again, you don't check their lives to see, check their children and check what is coming after. Because these things, they will always... But we are focusing on the blessing today. I saw Erdogan. There was a very old woman, very old woman. In that picture that I saw, a video, she held the president's face in his limo, held his face, and she was crying and thanking him. I think he made a very wonderful policy for old people in Turkey. The woman looked like a market woman, a guard, old woman. So he saw that Erdogan's convoy was passing. She waved down the convoy, and Erdogan stopped. And he went down. And the woman held his face with tears and was thanking him for some things he put in place helping old people. And that's not even a Christian. You see, those things don't just go. I know a pastor that you know very well, but I won't mention his name. He was sent away from school when he entered GSS 1 because he did not have any shoes on. When the principal was doing his 70th to 80th birthday years after, he went abroad and bought 70 shoes for the principal. That you sent me away because I did not have a shoe. But see, today, and he didn't tell the principal the story. Others told the principal, the man froze. He told the principal later. Nobody, he didn't tell him. He just went to buy the, according to his age, that takes shoes. Are you getting, there are students who will not forget some teachers, but not all teachers. So that when you, when you see them again, you have to even pray to walk in love, not to react. But there are some teachers that you will never forget. For some, that is what they need to do. Some of these teachers have retired and they're in abject poverty. And you are enjoying life in Lagos. You see, it's not that we begin to go and open your account and be, no. Pray to God to show you. Then pray regularly that God should not let you miss an opportunity. But it just happened like that, and it goes. Let's rise. Is someone blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We honor you. We worship you. There are secrets in life. 
that I told them is it will be impossible for some men to misbehave. The wife has sown some seeds and she has received some words of blessing. You can be living with families. A little, maybe they are in their 40s and you are just 20, just for a while. There is a way you can help them out in that house, help them, their, help their children, that when you are living, they can speak and there are things they can say to you and it will guarantee your prosperity, your own marriage forever. These are hidden things here and there that we should pay attention to. But today, like I did in the uh, uh, earlier services, if anyone has missed any opportunity, it is restored back to you. Because you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. It is restored back to you. First service, I read to them when Moses came to break what Jacob said over Reuben. And I speak to everybody here. If there is a cap, a lead over you, something that keeps you in a position, because of a mistake, error, what we call whatever, or because of lack of the blessing, I stand in the name of Jesus Christ, the head of the church, and I announce to you, the lead is taking off. Amen. Begin to expand. Amen. Begin to grow. Even though we normally do this at the end of service, but I also want to do it now under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Number 623. And I want you to lift up your two hands and get ready to say, The Lord told Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, Thank God, not Aaron only, Aaron and his sons. That means all priests. Anybody standing in the office of a priest. So tell them, on this wise you shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee. The Lord keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee. And be gracious to you. Next. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. Look at the result of what we have done now. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Psalm 44, verse 3. What I have just done now, the Lord caused his countenance to shine on you. What all this I have said, this is the effect of his countenance being upon you. Look at Psalm 44, verse 3. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them, but thy right hand, thy arm, and the light of your countenance because thou hast favored them. Everybody has speak by the Spirit from this afternoon. The light of God's countenance goes with you everywhere you go. And every land that you seek to possess that God has given you, they open up to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Land of marriage, land of children, land of prosperity, and physical land properties in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you. Put your hands together and thank God. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed today? Saturday, this Saturday is Mercy Encounter London. Please, if you have a friend, a relative, an enemy in London, Call, send them a WhatsApp message after service. 
with the details of the product. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.